Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Frantic Thoughts Podcast. It is I, Frantic, also known as Josh, online, or the other way around, whichever. This is my podcast where I sit down and chit-chat about video games, movies, comics, and entertainment and on a somewhat weekly basis. And um, what I like to do with this show is kind of share in my excitement, share in my passions, share in my disappointment or aggravations. It's just a show for me to reach out and share, um, I guess, everything. Uh, Or maybe a little bit too much sometimes. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) let's start the show, like I usually like to do, with a topic which is the topic of the week. This week's a good one, guys. The Nintendo Direct finally happened on February February 13th. So I am about five days too late for this, but it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about it anyway. And the way they started the show, oh my God, guys, it's happening. Super Mario Maker 2 is coming to the Nintendo Switch with new palettes, they confirmed there's going to be Super Mario 3D World with most likely co-op because they showed Toad and Toadette and Luigi. Um, on some of the box art and some of the key art I have seen, there was a Koopa Troopa driving a car. Um, I don't know how the controls are going to work for this. I know that the original Super Mario Maker, which is one of my favorite games of all time, like hands down one of the best creative games um, up there with Minecraft and stuff like that, where you can sit there and create your own Mario level, I mean, it's such an, it's like when you're a kid, you always wanted to make your own Mario level, and then Nintendo actually made it happen, and it was awesome, and this looks really cool too, and I know Nintendo likes to hold back on big things like this, and I'm thinking that they're going to have a direct specifically aimed at Super Mario Maker 2 in the coming months, and this game comes out in June, I was like, oh my god, is this going to be a next year release, it's like, no, it's in like freaking four months, in four months, I'm going to be sitting down playing a brand new Super Mario Maker game, and I am so glad I have a Switch, like, if I didn't have a Switch, this would sell me on a Switch, but, you know, obviously, I've loved the console since its inception, and um, this is a good excuse excuse for me to play it some more, Um, so yeah, Super Mario Maker 2 is coming, Um, the Switch user base is so massive now, I cannot wait to see some of the cool and creative and different and just thoughtful levels that people come up with. Um, I definitely want to take a moment to stream this or make videos on this. I don't know what I'm going to do with the game, but I want to make videos because I love this game so much and I love the original so much and I know this is going to be awesome. Um, and a lot of people really do want a Super Mario Brothers 2 course but the thing about super mario brothers 2 i've thought about it a lot is it's going to be really hard for them to do it if they want to keep the same mechanics of super mario brothers 2 because in a regular super mario brothers game you jump on a character and it kills them in super mario brothers 2 most likely you hit them and then you have to pick them up you can actually have a pickup mechanic and it would be hard to do but my thought is maybe do a super mario brothers 2 palette 
which has more of basically scraps the uh, way the actual game plays and makes it play more like a Super Mario World or Super Mario Brothers original or Super Mario Brothers 3. And so it's still the palette. You can still you get Birdo in your game. And uh, that'd be cool to see Birdo in all the different art styles. Um, I don't know if it'll happen, but that's just a, a dream. But uh, seeing Super Mario 3D World like askew to the side, which is really cool. And I can't wait to see how they do that. And seeing all the different things in different art styles is one of the coolest things. And they did show the cat suit, Mario wearing the cat suit. So I am interested to see what the cat suit looks like in Super Mario World and Super Mario Brothers 3 and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this is my highlight for the Nintendo Direct and it's what they opened with. But there are a lot of other cool things here. So I'm going to kind of go over a lot of these things. If I'm not too versed in it, I will mention it and we'll, I'll give you a, like a quick one to two sentences of what I think about it. But for the most part, I will have more to say about the stuff that I'm more interested in, which is obvious. So next up, we got Box Boy and Box Curl. And I actually played the first Box Boy game and it's kind of like a neat little puzzler. Kind of like a, it feels like an indie game, really. Um, and this one looks like it's co-op, and I think that's the general focus on it. I'm not sure if you can play it single player, but I love the art style and the aesthetics to the Box Boy series, and um, it's cool that they're continuing with it because a lot of people thought the original was gonna like be it or that they were done with the series, but here they are, they're back. Um, next, we had some Dragon Quest Eleven news, which I am not a JRPG fan technically, like I have played JRPGs. I love Kingdom Hearts. I love action RPGs for the most part, but I'm not too much into the turn-based combat RPG, you know, zone or range or whatever. But this one's pretty cool because it's kind of like an like exclusive, like definitive edition that the Nintendo Switch is going to have. Um, and it has like this 2D, like old school mode. And it looks really beautiful. I love the graphics for the game. Um, the thing that, and if I was going to purchase this and I, that would frustrate me the most, is that it is 4K on the PS4. And, you know, the graphics are going to look better because they have the HDR options and stuff like that on the PS4. Um, but then you have the trade off with the Switch, which is the definitive edition, which has a little bit more content, but it's only 1080p. So it's like, which one would I want to play? If that would be my choice. That would be the the little like battle I would have in my head when it came to this game. But I don't know. I know a lot of people are really excited and love Dragon Quest. Um, and I know it's a long game with a lot of content and they put a lot of craft into it. And I'm excited for people that are going to pick it up. I don't know if I personally are, am going to pl play it. There's a lot of other stuff coming out this year that I'm interested in. But I'm really excited for the JRPG fans out there that are going to pick it up and give it a shot. We got uh, Captain Code. Captain Code. Captain Code sounds like a cool ass game, right? Like an 80s style code hacker game. Anyway. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, which is a Wii U port, is getting DLC, which that's interesting. Uh, Captain Toad gets um, Toadette to do co-op adventures. You can play with a friend, and then they're going to add some more maps that kind of take advantage of that, which is uh, awesome, and I really, really need to play Captain Toad. I have it on the Wii U, so this is my predicament with this game. I have this game on the Wii U. But I don't know if I should play it there because on, on the Wii on the Switch version, they have the Super Mario Odyssey stages. And I'm just like, ooh, should I play the other one with the Super Mario 3D World stages? Or should I play the one with the Odyssey stages? Or should I just play them both side to side? But then I'll be playing levels again and again. I don't know. That's a hard choice for me. <laughs> so I am very unsure. But I do think I'll eventually pick this up when I see it on a good sale. 
but that's really cool that they're updating a game that's so like old it's old game like right and it's from the wii u and they're putting dlc out for it that's really interesting uh, next up, we got the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which I really enjoyed the original Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I was never very good at it. I played it when I was a kid, though. That's probably why. It's kind of like a Diablo-style game with the Marvel characters, and they have the entire roster in here, including Wolverine and stuff like that. Um, kind of more of a classic comic book feel, not really related to the MCU or anything like that. Um, but this game, the, the problem I'm having with this game is it kind of just looks a little old, like a little dated. And um, maybe in person playing it will play amazing. And that's that's really what matters. Um, but just the little bit of gameplay they show looked a little like frame rate stuttery. And I didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really love the look of it. Maybe, I, I think if I, I'm having trouble wanting to pick this up. I really want to play it though. Like I love Marvel and I love Diablo style, like loot em up games. And that's pretty much what this is. But I'm not sure, you know, if I should pick it up and give it a shot maybe i'll just wait for reviews on this one but um they have online mode on here which they announced and uh you can team up with up to three people and also you can play you know locally with three people as well which is pretty cool and this game comes out in the summer so um i don't know maybe there might be a little lull and i'll pick it up and have a good time with it when it comes out uh yoshi's crafted world Yes, uh, <laughs> I played the demo for this game, and because they've released the demo the same day, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It's a kind of a different take on a Yoshi or a side-scrolling game. The the cool part about it, of course, is Yoshi's crafted world. You can imagine that the entire world is built with like arts and craft projects. You know, stuff's built out of cardboard. It looks like you know a family got together and just like built this world out of like. Day, daily materials or day-to-day -day materials that's just laying around the house and I love the charm uh, I've never been a huge fan of the music when it comes to these later Yoshi levels that that, that stuff I, I really don't like that too much like I think it's a little grating and Yoshi I can get used to that or whatever he does when he kicks his feet I'm really bad at, at uh, impersonating him but I thought the game was a lot of fun uh, they actually improved the egg throwing mechanic. You actually use the right stick to aim the little reticle, which makes it so much easier. And it actually has some depth of field stuff where you can you kind of walk into and out of the frame because the game is a two D side scrolling game still, but the stages actually have some depth to uh, to them, and it's more of like exploring an area. And then once you beat the level, you actually can go back through. Uh, it actually turns the stage backwards, and there's these poochies, which are the dogs on Yoshi, that you go through the level, and you find them hidden in the stage, and that's kind of fun. It's it's a different take, and um, you get, like, little boxes that Yoshi can wear, and I think it's a fun little game. Like, I played the first, like, it was only the first stage, so it's very easy, of course, um, but I think that i'll probably pick this up just for like a you know a chill just kind of relax and collect and just see something cute and adorable type game and um i think this game comes out what is it may i'm pretty sure i can click into this i have a little i'm reading off a website here let's see what it, it comes out march 29th so it comes out next month maybe i will pick it up i'm not sure what else i will be playing at the time but this definitely looks like a fun little platformer Next up, we got Fire Emblem Three Houses with just a ton of information that just went over my head. I don't know a lot about the Fire Emblem games. It looks beautiful. I love the art style. I love how it looks. It looks fun, like interesting. 
but I've never played a Fire Emblem game, let me know in the comments. Like, let me know on the Cartridge Club forums or wherever you listen to this or on Twitter at Phrenix Society. Like, should I play a Fire Emblem game? I, I'm not really a JRPG fan, but I do give games chances and I don't really play much tactical games, but I have played, I think my extent for my tactical game was probably uh, FTL. Honestly, I haven't really played a grid-based game. I've never really played Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, Tactics, and I've never really played uh, Advance Wars or any of those. Do you think I would like Fire Emblem? I do enjoy like strategizing and being tactical and stuff like that. I do like that, and um, I don't know. This is another one maybe I need to get a demo for and try out like that. I'm not really 100% certain on that, but what do you guys think? Do you think I would enjoy it? I, I don't know. I, I'm mostly an action game fan. I, I like platformers and fast-paced stuff, but maybe I'll give this one a shot. I, it just, I just, something about it is kind of grabbing me. I'm like, this, this looks like fun, you know. Uh, next game we have is called Oninaki, and it's from the people that made I Am Setsuna. And I actually really like the look of this. It's kind of like it looks a little more action-based, and um, I know the storylines in the originals or the other uh, games in the series are really fascinating. People like them and how they play. Um, this is one, for me personally, it's like a wait and see because, um, like I said, I'm not a huge... This is this is a really good uh, direct for people that are really into JRPGs and games like that. So... Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a wait and see just to see what people think, and and then I'll make my decision from there. But I do think it has a nice look to it, and I know that's a great company that makes really good games. So, um, and next stuff, I got something that was so adorable that I just kind of wanted to play it until I saw the price point. But still, it's called Disney Zoom Zoom, which is, I had played the actual phone game that is actually part of this collection. It's kind of like a collection of little, basically what Zoom Zooms are are like these little they look like little beans and they're like disney characters and sh and, the, and they have like this little bean shape and like the appeal of t appeal to the collecting them is you can stack them on top of each other like little stuffed animals and they made um a mobile mobile game about it before with you know all the disney characters you can think of and um it was just a match three game and that's actually a part of this and this looks like it has a little bit more mario party mini game aspect to it and I was like, you know what? I might pick this up just because it looks so silly and fun and just lighthearted. And I love Disney, of course. If you know me, I'm just a huge Disney nut. I love Disney everything. So I was like, maybe. And then uh, I saw Karch's Club, uh, uh, P1, Player One uh, tweet that, hey, look, Kingdom Hearts is on the Nintendo Switch. I'm just like, you got me there, bro. You got me. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, you know, but the thing about this is it's $40. And then I was like, nah, not 40 bucks. Nah, 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 nah. It's too much. It's too much. Maybe for like a 20, this is like a $15, $20 game. If it was that cheap, I would actually consider picking it up, but not at 40 bucks. So, yeah, we got uh, this couple, this one here, I'm gonna, two of them I'm just going to go through super quick. Uh, Deltarune Chapter 1, which is connected to uh, Undertale. And... I don't know anything about it, but I know people are excited, and it's been on PC for a while. We got Rune Factory 5 is coming out. I know that the Rune Factory 4 uh, is also coming to Switch, and that was like a 3DS game, and people really love that series, and I know people that love that series are excited that a fifth was being worked on because I know for a long time they thought the fourth was the final in the series, and then they said, hey, we're making a fifth one. 
awesome for fans of that series. I've never played it. I didn't even know what the gameplay really looks like, and I watched the Nintendo Direct, so yeah. Uh, we also got Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice, Sinuous Sacrifice coming to Switch, which is really awesome for people that just own a Nintendo Switch and don't really own um, my... What is that? I heard like a sound in my phone. Maybe it's my phone. It's too close to the mic. Anyway, yeah, it is. that's what it is. It's like uh, one of those like staticky things. Anyway, I apologize. We have Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice coming to Nintendo Switch, which is just kind of a nice surprise, especially for people that only have the Nintendo consoles and they don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox or anything like that. They could pick it up. It's not going to look as pretty, but I know a lot of people are... I know it's a great game. I have it on PS4. It's just one of my backlog games, just like Detroit and a couple of others that I'm like, I will get to you one day. We will play you and I will enjoy it. <laughs> so yeah, I know that it's really exciting for people that don't have the PlayStation, PC, whatever to play it and just have a Nintendo Switch. I'm looking at you, Mr. Diego. So yeah. Um, yes, next up we have astral chain oh my god this game looks really interesting and fun i love the art style and it's a platinum game it looks super fast paced definitely on my radar it comes out in august and it's basically the title is being described as a unique action game a unique new action game from platinum games um they also said that bayonetta 3 is still in the works which i have never played the sequel to that but i do love the original bayonetta and uh, Platinum Games, I know, are hit and miss, but this one just looks like a blast. And uh, I'm very interested in giving it a shot. Um, I think I missed a couple of little things here. I'm kind of jumping around. This this article I'm looking at jumps around a little bit, but that's okay. All the information is here. We got Dra Dragon, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming to Switch, which is cool. I really liked the first one quite a bit. Played it a lot on my PS4. Um... Final Fantasy IX released that day, and Final Fantasy VII is coming next month, which is really cool for people who want to take those games on the go. That's awesome. And uh, Damon, Damon X Machina released the demo, which I haven't tried yet, but it does look really cool. Um, I'm not huge into mech games, but uh, I'm going to give it a shot. It, it looks interesting, at least. And one of the coolest announcements, we're going we're gonna to end this with two really awesome announcements and talk a little bit about them. Tetris Battle Royale. <laughs> Literally, Tetris Battle Royale. It's called Tetris 99. So basically, the concept of this game is you have a Tetris screen, and then you have 99 or 98 other people around you. And the goal is to survive the onslaught of attack from other people. And you actually have different options. So you can choose to fight against attackers that are attacking you or random or pick a specific person to send your attacks to. And how do you attack people? It's basically just completing lines in Tetris. And when you complete a line, you send junk over to somebody else and uh, screw... Ugh, excuse me. And, and then you screw them over. Screw the other people over. And... It's a lot of fun. This I actually bought Nintendo Switch Online for this game. Like I, I downloaded it and I was like, dude, I gotta try this. I gotta try this. And I forgot. I was like, oh yeah, I don't have Nintendo Switch Online. So I actually went and bought Nintendo Switch Online and played this game for like four or five hours one day. And I'm not very good at it. I only got up to like 15, um, which is pretty damn good. Like honestly, it gets starts to get really fast, like almost incomprehensible once you get up to like 20 or so like 20 people left and um i love the way 
it looks kind of dated. Like, it's not a bad thing, not in a bad way. It looks like, like, an early or late PS2 Dreamcast, like, graphic design. You know, the way it's designed and looks, it looks very early 2000s. It's so bare bones. It's bare bones, but it's just super fun. Like, it's frenetic like i just want to play more every time i put it down i'm like i want to play more and i'm not even a tetris guy like it's just so competitive and so fun to play um so yeah i'm gonna talk a little let's keep let's continue talking about this because i'm already here <laughs> um i have a pro controller uh the og one and the d-pad every time i press because you push up to drop the the piece the te- tetramino instantly you know from the top of the screen or whatever so i'll line it up and I'm like, lining it up. Yes, I got it. I got it. I got it. And then up will be pushed because I push left or right. Because sometimes when you push left or right on the original uh, Pro Controller, it registers as up. So I need to actually fix my Pro Controller, which sucks. And then my Joy-Cons are broken too. Uh, the left tri- left stick drifts. So it, it doesn't really affect Tetris as much. But yeah, I, I had problems with both my controllers for my Switch this week. And I was kind of bummed about that. Um, also, I'm already here. There's only, there's one more big announcement, which I know a lot of people already know what it is. Let's continue talking about the Switch, because I'm already here. Um, I went and played a lot of Nintendo Switch Online, and tried the NES there, the NES Classics. I played some Super Mario Bros. 2. I played a little bit of, uh, Legend of Zelda 2, which I have never played that game, and boy, is that a weird game. (laughs) I've never tried it, it's interesting. Um... Played some Ninja Gaiden. I love Ninja Gaiden. I'm not very good at it, but I got pretty far. Um, but yeah, it's cool to just have like a little library of NES games there that I can just jump into. It makes me want to play more classic retro games, which I don't really do. That's kind of a hole in my life. <laughs> I should play more retro games. I, I do really enjoy going back and playing some of these classics. But yeah, that's awesome to have that. And it's just an added feature. I bought it to play Tetris, which is the weirdest thing, is I bought Nintendo Online to play Tetris of all freaking things in the universe. I'm not buying it to play Smash Brothers, which I still haven't picked up Smash Brothers, but I will in the future. But yeah, that's beside the point. Uh, But yeah, I bought it to play Tetris Battle Royale, literally. Like, the joke. Like, oh, everything's going to be Battle Royale. It's becoming a reality (laughs) with Tetris. And it's actually pretty fucking awesome. Like I'm just way into it. I, I love it a lot. And I lo- I'm not. I don't know when I'm gonna fall off. I probably won't even be talking about it next week. But for right now, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's so fun. So let's go ahead and wrap up the Nintendo Direct here. <laughs> we have a really awesome announcement, which is the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening is coming back, and they're remastering it for the Nintendo Switch. It looks beautiful. It looks cute like it's adorable like i want to just get a little figure of this little link with his little uh fungo pop i almost said funko pop eyes but fungo pops aren't cute they're like uh spawn of satan funko pops are the spawn of satan i hate i i really dislike funko pops anyway (laughs) anyway (laughs) here we are but uh i do love the look of it it's just very cutesy but not in a bad way and not in a abrasive way it's just that nice cute nintendo aesthetic and i'm excited to play it i know the game's really weird has chain chomps and goombas and side scrolling segments and all sorts of stuff and i know it's like a dream setting for for link and i've never played the game on game boy and and, uh a lot of people have complaints about the menu system i've heard this complaint multiple times like you only have two buttons on the game boy so you'd have to go to the pause screen to switch weapons and then i bet on here since there's more options and more buttons they can actually get some of that quality of life up 
for the original game. And uh, I'm excited to play this game for the first time with a beautiful fresh coat of paint and just have a blast. And I know it's going to be a good time. And I know it's not a very long game, but I'm excited to give it a shot. And it's a 2019 game. So it was an awesome way to end the direct. This direct was awesome. Period. Like the way they ended the direct was cool too. He's like, they they just kept saying, stick around, stick around. And then they show like the animation and the animation is beautiful. The opening cinematic if you compare it to the original, the original on the Game Boy was actually pretty epic for its time and for what the, you know, the computational power of the Game Game Boy was. And um, for modern days, showing like this 80s anime style link, I want to watch a whole, like, even if it's just like 20 minutes short of this Link's Awakening opening, just the entire story of Link's Awakening in that style. It was stunning. And I was just like, oh my God, it's Link. What is this? Is this a new Zelda game? Oh my god, it's a remake, okay? I've never played this game, it looks cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I was pretty excited. I know a lot of more people who've played the original were just super pumped, and I, I'm really pumped, too. I love Zelda games, and them remastering a classic is going to be a good time. I'm going to pick it up and enjoy it and love it. And, yeah, I think that wraps up the Nintendo Direct. And uh, let's try out a new segment for the show. This segment is called... That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! Doing it live. So, Cartridge Club has this... Google Drive with these ads for a different podcast. So what I figure I would do is do them live on the podcast every week, and then we'll I'll uh, edit them, make them sound all nice in the podcast here, and it helps me recommend recommend uh, people's podcasts and videos and stuff, you know, in the Cartridge Club. And when I'm done here, I'll take that little snippet and I'll put it on the Google Drive for other people to use. So. That's why I'm calling it Doing It Live. So what I'm going to do is I have a little ad read here. And uh, it's for a really cool Cartridge Club podcast that I really enjoy. So I'm going to leave a little bit of blank space here (laughs) in case I mess up. And uh, here we go. Here is the first Doing It Live ad read. Hey, everyone. It's Josh, also known as Frantic from the Frantic Thoughts Podcasts. I just want to take a moment to chat about one of my favorite monthly podcasts, the Retro Pixel Podcast. Once a month, James, also known as RetroPixel, talks about classic and retro gaming, movies and TV show reviews, and other highly entertaining topics. You can get the show on iTunes, Podomatic, or wherever podcasts are found. I think that sounds pretty good. Uh, let me know if you guys like this little uh, idea. And so what I'm going to do is add a little bit of music, which you've already heard, and I'm going to upload it to the Google Drive so anybody who wants to use it for later on and uh, can for their podcast. And that's pretty cool. I, f- I feel like after a little while, I'll have everybody's stuff. You know, I'm not going to do it every week, but um, after, you know, a few months, we'll have everybody's podcast uh, little ad bump read that I made and that people can use uh, freely, which is pretty awesome. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into what's happening.
What's up? Uh, yeah, uh, there's not a lot going on this week. I, I've been working these crazy shifts lately uh, up to about 50 to 60 hours, so I haven't a lot, had like a lot of time in the game after I beat Kingdom Hearts 3, but I already mentioned I did play a lot of Tetris 99. I enjoyed the hell out of that. My time with that's been really cool. Played a little bit of Yoshi's Woolly World, played the demo for that. Um, played a little Switch this week. That was nice. I have not played the Switch as much as I would like to. Um, I also played uh, about 20 matches of Apex Legends, which is that Battle Royale game from the Respawn Entertainment people and EA. And I'm having a great time with it. I, I think it's a cool little Battle Royale game, and I'm enjoying the different power-ups and seeing how it plays out. Um, the cool thing about this is they have this like ping system where you can ping enemies and items in the world and basically you don't really have to communicate with voice chat which is really nice for me because i usually don't play games with voice chat so it's nice to be able to just you know sit back relax play a battle royale communicate with your team and use this little like cues and things that you can ping stuff in the environment it's nice um all in all i do like the game a lot i don't think it's gonna have a lot of staying power with me um i just haven't had the willpower i guess i should say to sit down and actually start a brand new game and get way into any new game right now but it's gonna happen soon i i've been looking at reviews for anthem talking to people in the cartridge club about anthem thinking about it um my initial thought was you know i was gonna buy an xbox one x and buy anthem and then i would have a new xbox and you know it would look beautiful because you know i think it's native 4k on there and all that and then i'm like do i really want to buy an xbox one x and then I just going back and forth. I talked about that last week, but I don't know if I'm gonna buy Anthem still. I'm just kind of on the fence. I'm looking at more reviews. What I think I might do is just pre-order it um, for PS4. Maybe I don't really know. I kind of want to play with people. I, I like playing with people if I can. Um, I don't know. See, I'm just very indecisive when it comes to this game right now. So we'll see. But that's the next one on my radar. Uh, Metro Exodus looks nice i like the way it looks i'm not sure if it's for me really uh crackdown i have game pass i'm gonna give it a shot but it doesn't really look like it's for me <laughs> there's, there's just a lot of games out that are coming out right now i'm just kind of like hey, i don't know you know like i'm not super interested in and then the new far cry new dawn looks very budget and it looks okay it just looks like more far cry though and i'm not really in the mood for that so like all these games that are coming out right now there's a lot of shit coming out but I'm just kind of like, huh, do I want to play any of this? You know, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to play any of these games right now. Um, but but that's fine. You know, not everything's going to be for, for me, you know, specifically. But I just like to keep up with current games. And then it's like, I don't know. Should I play that? I, it looks okay. I, I might get like a, a few hours of enjoyment out of it. But I don't want to buy a game and just not really have a great time with it. So I'm not sure. Uh, Anthem looks beautiful. And I love the way it looks like it controls. I didn't get a chance to play the demo because I was just like all in for Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm like, I'm playing this shit, you know. So I skipped out on the demo of that to play Kingdom Hearts 3. And I kind of regret it because I kind of want to know how Anthem plays. And now I don't know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm rambling now. So, yeah, basically my game playing has been kind of light. But I did pick up some stuff this week. Um, we watched... And went out a decent amount. We went and saw some movies this week. So what I'm going to do is do three little mini movie reviews here. Um, first up, we got the Lego Movie 2. The Lego Movie 2 is awesome. <laughs> I 
thoroughly enjoyed the first one. It's one of my favorite animated films. It's so creative, you know, all about creativity and uh, happiness. And, and uh, what am I saying? It's really fun. Like, it's a blast. Like, it's a really cool kids movie that anybody can enjoy. That's what I should say. The first one is just very creative and thoughtful and unique and surprising. And this one actually is just as good as the first Lego movie. Like I was surprised when I went in, I didn't really expect a whole lot. I'm like, okay, it's a sequel to a really fun, you know, entertaining animated flick. And I just had a great time watching it. And it's a very cool storyline. And it's different than you would expect when you go when going in. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there are stuff in there that I didn't really expect to happen, and I just thought it was cool as hell. Like they did a really good job just ext- extending the original story and continuing it. And yeah, I really loved the Lego Movie too. The, those two are both those movies are just excellent family movies. Great to watch with your kids. Great to watch with any family member. They're creative and imaginative and I just love how they're animated and it's fun. Like you're just, I'm like when I go in that mo- into this movie, when I went into this movie, sat down and watched it, I was just smiling and then I was smiling all the way throughout the entire movie. It's just all joy and happiness and it's awesome. So I highly recommend that one. Um, next up we watched What Men Want. What Men Want is a decent little comedy. So it's kind of like a spinoff of What Women Want with Mel Gibson, which is like a 90s movie where he can read women's thoughts, you know, and it's it's good. That, that movie, from what I remember, is a little misogynistic and I don't really want to go back and rewatch it. But this one is just a really cool little storyline where a woman gets the ability to read men's thoughts and hilarity ensues i guess you know it's a funny movie i wouldn't say it's like keel over just gut busting laughing out loud but it has a lot of funny moments and it's a really thoughtful movie it makes you kind of think a little bit about you know inwardly it's a it's it's a thoughtful movie but it's nothing too like high art or anything it's just like a silly little comedy that has a little bit of a touching moments in it some little drama moments that are worth watching i i I think it's a movie that's worth watching but it's not like go out and watch it right now it's like a netflix you know throw it on and watch it type of movie but i enjoyed it um wouldn't rate it as high as the other two movies i'm talking about today but i think it's a nice little comedy that's um a good time you know just a simple little movie Nice little Valentine's movie. That's pretty much what I would say. Um, The last movie that we did watch, which I loved, was Happy Death Day to You. Happy Death Day to You is one of the biggest surprises I think I've had in a long time when it comes to movies. Because the original Happy Death Day, actually the original Happy Death Day was a super huge surprise. So basically the concept of the original one was that it's kind of like Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray where she is going back in time over and over again after she gets killed though that's the twist it's a horror movie like a thriller horror movie comedy (laughs) so the original Happy Death Day basically the premise is she has her birthday and at the end of the day every day she gets killed and then she wakes up in the morning the next uh when she wakes up in the morning it's that day again she has to relive that day over and over again until she solves the murder uh, solves the who's killing her and figures it out and everything. So 
minor spoilers for the first. She figures it out, right? That that's that's obvious. It's going to happen in the first one. But the twist on this one is it's a continuation of that storyline, right? It's such a cool idea. Like I was like really interested in this. I was like, "Holy shit, they actually made this movie extend this this movie out and made it really fascinating." So pretty much um what happens is I'm not going to go into it too much. This is in the trailer, but basically she has to figure out some other stuff. And basically what ends up happening is everything changes and it's different the second time she does the day. And they take this mechanic and this idea for a movie and they twist it on its head and they go even further in. And they're all in in this movie. And it's just cool. It's a fun time travel movie. It's just wildly entertaining like i didn't know what was going to happen next i got really invested in the storyline and i just had so much fun watching it it's so unique these two movies are sleeper hit movies for me like if you haven't seen happy death day one or the sequel this number two that just came out i highly recommend them if you love those time traveling movies if you love back to the future hot tub time machine um groundhog's day anything with that time traveling mechanic you're gonna love these movies because you know um and then what is that one uh edge of tomorrow or live die repeat is what the same movie with tom cruise that movie was awesome too it's kind of the same idea on the first one but then in this one they take it to 11 and they do some really crazy stuff that i don't want to spoil it's just too fun to discover for yourself but happy death day to you is just a really hilarious there's a lot of funny moments there's a lot of serious moments there's a lot of touching moments surprisingly it's just kind of like a mismatch mismosh mismatch whatever of all these different genres into this just just really fun movie that i would recommend to anybody to watch it's not super scary it's not overly cheesy it's just a good movie that I cannot recommend more, especially if you love time traveling stuff. So yeah, Happy Death Day to you is as high up there as one of my favorite movies of the year so far. But you know, the movie the year just started, but still, I love it to death. And <laughs> uh, pun intended, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, all three of these movies are worth watching in their own right. But I think my favorite out of the three is Happy Death Day to you with Lego Movie Two, kind of like right there with it. So yeah. Uh, let's wrap it up for the day. This is the end of the show. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening today. And I had so much fun recording this. Um, hope you guys are enjoying the shows lately. I've had a lot of crazy weeks, but i um, going to try to get a little bit better onto a schedule. It's kind of been a little bit random lately, but I, I'm, I'm not going to apologize, but I'm kind of apologizing. Just, you know, being mindful that the show will up here about once a week even though if i don't hit the exact day i you know generally want to so yeah i'll see you guys next week if you want to talk about the show go over to the to the forums at cartridgeclub.org slash forum click on frantic thoughts click on this episode we can have a conversation over there and then if you want to follow me on twitter i'm there all the time it's at frantic society that's s-o-c-i-e-t-y on twitter and we can have conversations over there. I'm free, open, everything's open and ready to go. Also, you can go to the Discord server, Cartridge Club Discord. Uh, if you need a link to that, just let me know. I can get it for you. Uh, we talk over there constantly, too, about a very huge variety of topics. And it's actually been kind of condensed down because we had, like, way too many topics before. But now it's kind of, like, condensed down to a really succinct 
amount of topics that it makes it very easy to follow. So the Discord is one of my favorite places to go and talk to people. And a lot of long-form stuff happens over there, but the forums are really good for um, just more detailed conversations too. So yeah, that's it for the show this week, and I hope you guys have an awesome week. I will see you guys next week. And how many times can I say week at the end of this show? Who knows? <laughs> you guys have an awesome, awesome, awesome week. Week, 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 week. Okay, this is just getting bad. All right, see you later, guys. Bye. Right now. Hey.